Hello world and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm so glad you found me. I'm your host, Patrick. We are working on 511 episodes. Yeah, this is 511 and it's Monday, September 27th, 2021. I'm so glad you found me. It's a dreary, drizzly start here on a Monday morning in central New York. It's only 57 degrees with the feels like temperatures of 55. Highs will be about 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the south, southwest seven miles per hour. Dreary, drizzly, it is what it is. At least it's not snow. We'll be talking about snow soon enough, that's for sure. We have a lot to talk about here, right here on We Live on a Planet. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back. And we're back. That was easy. Did you get yourself a beverage of choice? Are you nice and comfy? Are you in your comfy clothes? Uh, all right, here's a quote. Unknown author. For one minute, walk outside, stand there. In silence, look up at the sky and contemplate how amazing life is. That's why we're titling this one today, episode 511, One Minute. Yeah, just for one minute today, walk outside, stand there in silence, look up at the sky and contemplate how amazing life is. Because life is truly amazing. There's so many trials, tribulations that we deal with in our life. But life is so amazing. It's just amazing. <laughs> it really is. I found a lot of wonders of life underwater now that I've been scuba diving and I really enjoy scuba diving. I didn't get a chance to dive just this past Saturday. And uh, yeah, I don't know if that would be my last chance to for the season, it probably was. I'm gonna contact coach this week and see if there's a spot available this Saturday in Hammond, New York. It will be a little chilly. I know that when I looked at the temperature in Hammond for Saturday, now this is Granted, five, six days away, it was, uh, or five days away, six days, yeah. It was saying like 64 degrees. At least I have a wetsuit. The water temperature is still 70, but uh, 64, a little chilly. It wouldn't be chilly wearing my wetsuit. So the Buffalo Bills won. Yeah. It feels like a deja vu episode, doesn't it? Because we talked about that last podcast. Friday, I didn't put out a show. I sec Third time this month being sick with CBS, my cyclic vomiting syndrome. It's terrible. Feels like a repeat episode, though, like I said, because I was sick once again, and I was talking about the Bills last episode, and... I'm so fortunate and glad that my wife 
and my mother get along the way they do because when I was sick on Thursday, those two were able to just kind of converse and have their time while I was upstairs violently ill and then in bed moaning and groaning and writhing. It's terrible. Okay, enough about that. Back to the Buffalo Bills winning. Yeah, how about them Buffalo Bills against the Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, and they beat them 43-21. to 21. Yeah. Josh Allen, the man. I'm really liking that kid as a quarterback. He's fun to watch. Him and Stephon Diggs, those two together, it's like magic. So I hope my volume issue has been addressed. I raised my mic gain. My mic gain was 46 from the factory on my Roadcaster Pro, but I raised it to 55. I hope that helps. Rode has been very helpful. Alex from Rode microphone and road company and he's just been very helpful on my emails back and forth with him i gave him the link to the podcast so he could listen and he said yes it is definitely low and he said it seems like maybe your microphone gain is low so i raised it up we'll see it seems a little different this morning i had to turn my headphones volume down a little bit because i raised my mic gain up so much and uh if I turn my head, just if my headphones are up too high and I turn my head a certain way, all of a sudden I get a feedback in my headphones if I'm too close to the microphone. So who knows? I hopefully this roadcaster is in a brick and I, you know, hopefully I don't have to return it. I feel they're a good company if I, if I have issues with it and it is the roadcaster pro itself their return policy they would just send me a new one I would hope return this one and send me a new one we'll see we'll find out let me know how it sounds we'll be right back so I had my YouTube broadcast with Canadian politics is boring on their election day and it was a blast Jesse and Reese they're just so fun they're awesome they're a lot of fun lots of laugh um just a good time good time i didn't know if i thought it was going to be video ended up being audio so that made it even easier and better for me because i'm not so comfortable on camera even though i've been on a commercial speaking of commercials my wife and i are on our commercial for aqua spa You've heard me talk about Aqua Spa and how I'm still going to be interviewing Terry and Tammy, owners of Aqua Spa. But it's a commercial for PBS, Public Broadcasting Service, which that's what PBS stands for. And uh, PBS is just something I grew up watching as well. When you only have three stations when you're growing up, at least you can have a fourth by going to PBS. PBS is what uh, Sesame Street would be on as well. I'm as old as Sesame Street, which is groovy. But that, our commercial for Aqua Spa is going to be coming out. We went down one morning. It was myself, my wife, two other people, and the mayor of Oswego. 
and um, we got interviewed by the PBS correspondent and then we went in for our float and did a float and it's going to be coming out so that was a lot of fun yeah cheers for that kudos so back to Canadian politics is boring you have a chance to go to YouTube or go to Canadian politics is boring.com from there their link will send you to wherever and you can find them in YouTube by just going Canadian politics is boring but you can listen and watch the live election coverage speaking of election coverages there was just an election in Germany and uh, they'll be having a new chancellor Angela Merkel will still be chancellor for a little bit until they find a new chancellor and what else are we talking about I can't I don't know I'm thinking about um, this is way off topic but I own a arcade game I've talked about it here on the show before from 1981 Pengo is the name of it P-E-N-G-O you're a little penguin pushing ice blocks trying to squish snow bees whatever the heck a snow bee is but um, if you've played Pengo you know what they are and it's worked for years and years and years and years and the sound works on it but there's no more video the TV screen is dead and it's from 1981 so it's not like a regular TV screen oh, right now it's just it's not taking up space but it's just kind of it's in the studio I'm looking at it right now and I've got so many fond memories of that though I have so many fond memories of my family playing it in a basement back in the 80s uh, one of my brother's friends won it from a cereal company called the Hapsies and they were it was the first Nutrisweet cereal that came out and it was Hapsies because it was half the sugar and you could win an arcade game and when we got it it was still in the box and it's groovy you put a quarter and the quarter just comes out the slot at the bottom in the return change it does the quarters don't start it all you have to do is push one player or two player to start the game it makes for a nice safe i guess now i've just given away my safe spot no i don't use it as a safe but i could i guess because they have the keys for where the coins go it's big and heavy but uh yeah when we come back we'll figure out what else to talk about and some nonsense right here at we live on a planet stick around we'll be right back As I sit here in my studios, studios, no, studio, there's only one, I'm looking at Pango. I'm also smelling the smell of neoprene because this is where I also store my scuba diving equipment. And we were just talking about scuba diving and I always, anytime I smell the smell of neoprene, it just reminds me of diving and I really enjoyed the diving and uh, I've had a couple 
one time, you know, with the anxiety that really got, got the best of me. And I didn't feel like I could catch my breath. And I felt like I needed to surface. But other than that, it's been pretty good. So how are you doing? Everything's good with you? Awesome. Let's move forward to the facts site. And I've got 15, I don't know if we'll do all 15, but 15 interesting facts about Bill Gates. And um, I don't think Bill Gates is trying to kill me. And so I wanted to share a couple cool facts about Bill Gates. Interesting man. Bill Gates coded his first program as a teenager at the age of 13. He was only 13. Bill Gates, he was a college dropout. Isn't that crazy? Gates left Harvard in 1975, just after two years of study. And then uh, Bill Gates co-founded Microsoft in 1975. When Gates took leave from Harvard, he built Microsoft with his partner, Paul Allen. Microsoft's still going strong, obviously. Uh, Bill Gates owns a collection of Da Vinci's writings. I think that's interesting. That would be pretty neat to own that. He purchased the Codex Lecture for $30.8 million in 1994. A mere $30 million can get you some Da Vinci letters, huh? In 2005, he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. Honorary Knight. Bill Gates has three children. Lucky, lucky kids. <laughs> In my mind. Bill Gates is Catholic. I did not know that. I didn't know Bill Gates is Catholic. I graduated from a Catholic school. My family is not Catholic, but I graduated from one because uh, it was a private school. And I needed to be sent someplace where I could get some guidance. Otherwise, I would not have graduated. I probably would have dropped out of high school. And so I'm very thankful that we had that school. His home is called Xanadu 2.0. It's, uh, it's in Washington. 666 square feet. Wow. <laughs> in 2009, the property was valued at $147.5 million. In 2007, he competed in his first charity tournament ever, teamed up with Roger Federer to play a charity event, Match for Africa 4. The event sold out and $2 million was raised for children in Africa. All right, um, he played himself in the television series The Big Bang Theory. Big Bang, I never watched and then watched some and thought it was hilarious and then tried to watch it again, and I can't watch shows with laugh tracks. It just bothers me. Uh, Gates has written three books, only three. I would say he'd written more. Gates is monolingual. He said in an interview, explained that one of his biggest regrets in life was not learning another language. I don't blame him. I think if you had somebody asked you, if you could master one skill, what would it be? Not like a super power, but a skill. 
some skill that you could master instantly. Like maybe you learn how to play the piano, but it takes you years to master that or to master the violin. If somebody were to ask me that, I would say language. The ability to speak and understand every language spoken. Yeah. Imagine how, what a, you would be a superhero in a way. All right. He, inve he invested in multiple entrepreneur companies. No, that's not surprising. Uh, as of 2019, there's been six documentaries about Bill Gates. Bill Gates has a net worth of 116 billion, that's with a B, in 2020. And uh, even with that kind of money, he's not the richest man in the world. That's what's crazy. <laughs> Stick around, we'll be right back. And just like that, we're back. All right, we are at the History Channel's website, and remember how I said earlier in the beginning of the show, this feels like a repeat episode? I feel like I'm having a deja vu right now. A lot of my episodes are very similar anyways, because I follow, I'm, I follow format. Kind of happens after you've had so many shows, I don't know what else to do. It's my routine, I feel if I were to change it now, my listeners, the ones that are loyal, you guys, you'd be like, the whole format, everything has all changed. I kind of like how he comes out and chatters a little bit and then tells me a fact and then tells me some history. And But I'm having a deja vu because I do the shows on Mondays and Fridays. I used to do it Monday, Wednesday and Friday, but Mondays and Fridays, and since I do that, there's some repeats, and this repeat is feeling like a repeat for me from this day of history because I know I've done this fact on the show before because on this day in history in 1960, Kennedy and Nixon square off for the first presidential, televised presidential debate. And I know I've talked about that on the show because... Because, because if you remember me saying it, um, the way history is, if you watched the televised debate, which a lot of Americans did, Kennedy was just smooth, suave, and Nixon was sweaty, uncomfortable. And if you watched it televised, Kennedy won hands down the debate. But radio listeners that heard it on the radio thought that Nixon did a better job. And so the power of radio and the power of television, and now television's there. Speaking of the power of radio, I just think of like people like Nikola Tesla and uh, Mark Holman. All right. Exploration 1580. Francis Drake circumnavigates the globe. Can you imagine that? In 1580 somebody's able to go around the globe and I know you flat earthers out there don't believe me but we live on a planet and it's round 
Do I have flat earthers that listen to me? I doubt it. Space Exploration 1996. Shannon Lucid returns to Earth. U.S. astronaut Shannon Lucid returns to Earth and the U.S. space shuttle Atlantis flying six months in orbit aboard the Russian space station Mir. 1957 art literature and film history West Side Story opens on Broadway Leonard and Bernstein's famous musical all right what else happened on this day of history 1945 1945 first American soldier killed an American phase of Vietnam War. 1945. Wow. Sports. 1971. Four 20 game winners. On, on September 26, 1971, Baltimore Oreo pitcher Jimmy Pomber wins his 20th game of the year, becoming the fourth Oreo pitcher to win 20 games in the 1971 season. Westward Expansion, 1820. The famous frontiersman Daniel Boone dies in Missouri. Art literature and film history, 1888. T.S. Eliot is born. Here's another one, art literature and film history. 1969, the year I, before I was born, The Brady Bunch premieres on television. Here's the story of a lovely lady, you know the rest, who was bringing up three very lovely crime. Mistrial declared, declared in Phil Spector murder case in 2007. Invention in sci science, 1928. Work begins at company that designs first mass produced car radios we were just talking about radio and how amazing radio is and how we have that ability to just kind of speak and share our thoughts how cool is that get a little wrinkle on our brain stick around we'll be right back Well, how was the sound? Hopefully better. Hopefully you did not have to have your volume and max to listen to We Live on a Planet. Hopefully you're able to enjoy the show and my voice is coming through clear to you on the airwaves. Well, I want to close off the show by thanking you like I normally do for your time your time is the most valuable thing you can give me because we're here at such a short time on earth. We think we have forever. We think tomorrow's just a given and nothing's a given. You just never know. So be thankful for every moment you have. I'm trying to be. And for one minute, walk outside, stand there in silence. Look up at the sky and contemplate how amazing life is. And it is amazing. And so are you. 
for tuning in to We Live on a Planet, so thank you. I appreciate it. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. If you haven't had a chance to head on over to Apple, please go to Apple and leave me a review. It really helps uh, with the show being found more by more people. Leave a little short review and a five-star review. I would love that. I would really appreciate it. Also, head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, you can be a part of the show. Just hit the little phone button. It'll ring five times to my Google Voice. You can leave a Google Voice message, and I can play it on the podcast. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how to do it. All right, my friends. Take care, be well, and do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. Peace.